together growing in faith, changing communities. Dear friends, today I would like us to reflect on the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians, chapter 2, from verse 12 to verse 22. St. Paul, in addressing the community as he addresses us, he says, remember that at some stage, at some point in time, you were separated from Christ. You were alienated from the commonwealth and you were strangers to the covenant of the promise and you had no hope without God. That's, that's powerful. These are powerful words. If ever you are looking into liberation theology, if you look at the book of Exodus and you see the deliverance of God, the salvation of God, a God who enters into the lives of the people, you cannot talk about liberation without mentioning these four words that St. Paul talks about as he addresses the people of God. He says, remember. The word to remember is quite powerful in the biblical theology because the word to remember could imply that I have forgotten. And so the Lord says to me, have you forgotten what I have done for you? Have you forgotten where you come from? Have you forgotten the miracles that I have worked in your life? That's one aspect of the word to remember. But the other one has to do with looking into the future. Remember what the Lord is capable of doing. Remember what the Lord can achieve in and through your life. Remember the miracles, the wonders that awaits for you in the Lord Jesus Christ. He says, remember, at some point, you were separated from Christ. My dear brothers and sisters, it seems to me that St. Paul has a very deep relationship and connection with Jesus Christ. It seems to me that St. Paul talks about being a Christian, being a member of the body, not just as being a member of a church or being a member of a community, but it talks about being a member of a personal relationship with Jesus. I think if one was to analyze the theology of St. Paul and the ecclesiology of St. Paul, when he talks about being church, it is more than just being a member of a community, but rather it is about having a personal relationship with Jesus. Do I know him? Do I have a personal relationship with Jesus? Have I accepted him as my Lord and Savior? Have I given my life to Jesus? Do I have the encounter with the living God? And for me, it makes sense why St. Paul will have such a notion about faith. Because you must never forget, dear brothers and sisters, that it is St. Paul going to Damascus. It is on the road he goes to Damascus as he was going as Saul to destroy and to kill the church of Christ. And it is on that journey that his life changes. It is on that journey that everything becomes new. Now, you must be aware that St. Paul did not hear anyone preaching to him about Jesus Christ. He was not convinced, he was not converted because he had heard a great homily 
or he had gone to a synagogue or, and then he saw these people praying or he must have seen a miracle. No, it was not anything like that. St. Paul converts from Saul into Paul because he had a personal encounter with God. That for me is important. And it worries me at times that at the, in the church we have emphasized overly the sacraments rather than a personal relationship with God. Quite a number of us have been catechized, but we have not been evangelized. We have been taught and we've gone through the sacraments. We were baptized. We went through the sacrament of reconciliation. We went through the sacrament of confirmation. went through the sacrament of the Eucharist. But we've never really had an encounter with the living God. And so we've looked at our faith as something which is extremely personal. And sometimes we've lived our lives as in this only I can talk to God about, the rest I cannot. I can reveal this aspect of my life to God, the rest I cannot. And so we've put God into a box. We've used and lived our lives in compartments. This I can deal and there's God and religion. And in this aspect, it is my private, my personal life. And so certain people only know that we are Christians, we are Catholics when we go to church and go to Mass. And outside of church, outside of Mass, we live different lives. And so the question is, do I have a personal relationship with God? Can, can, can I live out that Christian conviction? And my dear brothers and sisters, often I've heard people say, oh no, I cannot just show off my faith. It's not about showing off one's faith. You cannot hide that you are in love. And so too, I cannot hide that I'm in love with God. And so for St. Paul, he says, if, if I were to preach of anything else, there's nothing I can preach about except Christ crucified. If there's anything I need to boast about, I cannot boast about anything else except the grace of God in my life. And that for St. Paul is absolutely powerful. You cannot teach, you cannot preach, you cannot live without Christ being at the center of one's life. That is the theology that St. Paul believes. And he says, remember, at some stage, you were separated. At some stage, you were alienated. These are powerful words. You were separated. Certain things separated you from God. Certain things alienated you from God. It could have been some people who alienated you, separated you, but also it could have been certain decisions that I made, choices that I took, things that I chose to do. Those are the things that separated me from God. It is not that God did not love me. It is not that God was not interested in me, but it means I separated myself from God. And I look into my own life and I look at the things that I've been through and I said, thank you, God, for your grace that you were so patient with me. It is only by your patience that I'm here because I know that I'm not worthy. I know that I don't deserve this, but I know that it is your mercy. And St. Paul reminds us, and for me this is important, 
that we look into our own lives and we celebrate what God has given us. That we celebrate the workings of the Holy Spirit in our lives. That we are open to what God wants to achieve in our lives. The third word he uses, he says, you were strangers to the covenants of the promise. You were estranged. You were no longer part of the covenant. You walked away from the covenant. You walked away from the promise. You walked away from life. Go back to those beautiful words in the gospel of John chapter 6. To whom shall we go? You, O Lord, have the words of eternal life. To whom shall we go? You, O Lord, make all things well. Go back to Joshua. I and my household will serve God. Have I made that conviction in my life? That despite everything that is going wrong in my life, despite everything that may be happening in my mind, I don't want to become a stranger to God. I want to go back and to exist in the covenant of a promise. He says you had no hope without God. There was no life without God. There was no light without God. And I look into our lives. I look into the lives of our families. I look into the things we try to do. And many a times I've heard people angry at God saying I can do without God. And today I would like to appeal to remind people that without God, I know that I'm, I'm nothing. Without God, I know that my life does not make sense. Without God, I know that my family can never stand. Without God, I know that there's nothing much that I can achieve. It is not that God needs me. I need him. I need him to continue to be the Lord and the master of my life. I need him to continue to care for me. I need him to believe in what he can do and achieve in my life. May the Virgin Mother of God help us. May she lead us to God, to the truth, to the greatest realization that we are loved by God. May Almighty God bless and protect us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.